0: All right, man. I think we're this headphones. I use this for stress cuz I twitch a lot. So like, okay. if you see me squeezing this, don't be weirded out.
1: No, I'm I I have plenty of nervous ticks of my own. Don't worry. Yeah. It's it's fine. I I just stopped chewing my nails after my entire life. Really? Yeah, cuz I got these new teeth so I can't I can't bite. I can't bite my nails and so now I've got fingernails. Yeah. Wait, so the, are the teeth weak? Uh no, it's just it's uh, loose. They're loose in the, in my mouth still because it's uh, it's healing. So they made the dentures um, bigger for the swelling when they first put them in because they wanted to put them in there. So now I've got to go back and get it adjusted and get it tightened up. And uh, so, so is it inside inside your gums? No, no, it's just a it's just a removable like set of teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's it's interesting. Kind of, yeah, it's cool. I uh, I was smoking weed like the third or fourth day after I had them, and I didn't have any adhesive in my mouth, and I hit it and, cough, <coughs> and coughed them out in the middle of the living room floor <laughs> that's funny but, oh dude it was i took a lot to contain myself that day I yeah it's just like oh. so what they do
0: they yanked like a whole bunch of them oh no, dude they own. pulled
1: all every tooth in the top of my mouth and i, I only have like six real teeth at really? this point yeah they pulled everything out they put me under whitney gave me the nickname blood tornado that day because oh, I came God. home and I, because well, the sedation, I had a pretty adverse reaction to. I tend to be active when things are supposed to make you inactive. Um, like I tried DMT once and that's the chemical that makes you, this the chemical your brain makes when you dream. Yeah. And so I freebased that. And most people just sit and go like this and just like go talk with God for a little bit. You know, they just. Yeah. I climbed a f- set of stairs. I was just like, I got to go find my cat. Where's my cat? Still Dang. talking to God though. I was not in the real world. Seriously. That was that was super formative. But yeah, so I guess sedatives do the same thing. Because I remember the doctors like, okay, we're gonna give you a little of this now, and a little bit later. I'm like, dude, I'm really good at drugs. You should give all of it to me now.
0: <laughs> I'm really good at drugs. Yeah,
1: I I've got a plaque on my wall that says the best at drugs. It's Jesus a lie. Christ. It's a lie, but I'm still I would say like top ten. Like yeah. top ten like best at drugs. Like I pretty, I've never Never done anything too crazy.
0: Well, I'm glad you're not doing it anymore. I mean, when you posted that video online the other day, mm-hmm. you look so young. Like I'm looking at you now. I'm like, is this the same guy? Because right, you look ten years younger, man. I'm so. All right, let's let's, let's start by yeah. I'm, let me set up the yeah all right. yeah. So, you and I met at a meetup group. That was based off our fighting video games. Yeah. And that was like last year, right? It was
1: about a year ago. Yeah, right? a year and a half or so.
0: Yeah. And so we stopped meeting up mostly because I think the group just kind of dispersed. The, the
1: Well, the location changed. We started doing it at my place after Jorge stopped doing it. Um, But okay. logistics wise, because we got bigger for a minute. Yeah. Um, and we got a lot more competitive players, which was cool. Yeah. um and uh but but it was just like fitting eight people into an, uh, a place like you know our living room like the size of your living room right it's it's, it's not, not super enough. feasible and then this covid stuff came on so like we still have like sal still around yeah um i haven't met up since you guys moved over to yeah the place. yeah you haven't been over yet um yeah. or no you
0: came over once not to no not to Sal's mm-hmm. place or your place, really, no, I dropped you home one night after uh,
1: that I could thing. have swore I could have swore you'd been
0: over to our house, yeah, no, but anyway, so um, to tie in what we were we yeah. were just talking about, um, so when I met you, you were still doing your on drugs, oh,
1: I mean, uh, I was on so much
0: what were you doing because we suspected but it's like we were kind of strangers kind of friends like we're starting to get and you can't like approach somebody you can't say like hey man are you on drugs you know what i mean like
1: well uh, yeah and so the thing is so i did i i and i call it i I self-medicated with meth for years okay um so like when you had met me i was doing i was doing meth like pretty much every day like seriously yeah that would explain the teeth. I mean, yeah, in that. But you know what? Rob loves his sweets. Oh, okay. that like drugs helped. Candy got me there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I was doing meth like every day for like three years. At that point, I was smoking like sixty to a hundred dollars worth of meth every week. And uh, sixty to a hundred dollars of meth every week. Yeah, yeah, and that's like it's like um, like an eighth, an eighth of an ounce, a little more, maybe half an ounce. Okay. So, you know, and it was, it would, but at that point it was, it had become like, get up and do that to function. Like I slept most of the time. There were days like when I was real wacky, when I was just real talkative and kind of running at the mouth and saying mm-hmm. dumb things like, you know, those were days maybe I hadn't slept so much. You
0: do seem a lot more calm now
1: Yeah. than,
0: cause before like, I couldn't keep up with listening. You no, know what I mean? Like no now can. I could actually, you know, yeah. like, I could follow along before yeah. it was just like, he's talking real fast. I got to like piece this together in my head real
1: yeah. No, I just tell yeah. people, just ignore me. Like, uh, I get it. I'm going to talk a lot. Tell me to shut.
0: <laughs> no, but the the crazy thing is though, you're, you're really smart, which is why I like talking
1: to you because yeah. cause,
0: like, I get, I feel like you're very creative.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I definitely, I think I've, I've learned a lot from like the school of life. Um, mm. I went to college for a couple of years for game design, but they started throwing physics at me and I was like, I don't know if I want to know the math behind how everything works. I would go insane. I would, I'd just sit there and I'd be like doing math about the ball bouncing on the road. I'm just like, yeah, I don't care about it. Yeah, who cares about I, I that? Passion, I, right? Yeah. I don't want to know. I'll just play them. I'll just play the fucking things. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm
0: not going <laughs> to. How move. long have you been sober now?
1: Uh, so it's been six months. I got into the relationship with Whitney when we got together. Right. um, and uh, I decided at that point, I was like, okay, well, I have two options here. I can continue to do drugs or I can pursue having a relationship with another human being. Right. Which at that point, I had all but forgotten what the, the touch of another person felt like. So I you was know. totally on board. I was like, yeah, I want to I wanna just try doing this thing again. So I used the last of the drugs I had to help her move into her house. <laughs> For the energy. And, and yeah, and pa- we, yep, I painted her house. I helped her paint her house. I helped her move in everything. We moved like a refrigerator <laughs> A lot of stuff. Right. I was just like, "Yeah, I'll just do it all. It's fine. I got this. Let's go!" Woo. <laughs>
0: Did you tie a fridge there back and climb? Up Dude, just, just, about, just about,
1: just about. Yeah. I, definitely pulled some things in that move, but, um, but yeah, I just put down the drugs at that point. I went to sleep for like a week after that, and uh, so you quit cold turkey? Like, yeah, you I just, just stopped. No rehab? I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Like there, so there are drugs that I think are hard to stop. Like I think opiates are a little harder to stop because the physical withdrawals are a lot worse. You get achy, you get cold sweats, you get, um, you know, restless leg syndrome, which I'm whatever you're like, just go walk. But you know, like, it's like, it's like having the flu and it gets worse and worse and worse, you know, as, as you go on and you do it. And as more you do it, you could end up like having seizures or aneurysms from your body withdrawing from them. They can just outright kill you.
2: Um,
1: and I'm sure that there are health risks like that associated with amphetamines too, because it's something that your, your heart rate's up. Like, my resting heart rate used to sit at, like, 110 Okay. all the time. It's down to, like, 80 now. That's good. Um,
0: Isn't the healthy range, like, 60 to 100? So uh, you're right in the good range. Yeah, there. I'm
1: back to, yeah, just six months afterwards, my health is is super good. You know, I, I used to have liver spots and stuff, like, because I just did way too much stuff. And my liver's like, Dude, we're a little too old to be doing this still. You need to stop partying like you're 20. <laughs> How old are you now? 32. Okay. Yeah, I'm 35, yeah. so we're okay. around the same Yeah, age, we yeah. grew up in the same area. Yeah. Um, you getting that Clooney hair a little sooner, sooner than I am. Well, I, the...
0: I started getting my Clooney hair when I was like 11. Dude. But in, I will say since I moved to Arizona in the past three years, it like took over my body. It just like, first it was up here and then it just like. That's they, okay though. Under my arms and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay though. It's crazy. That's okay though, man. Yeah. That's
1: a, it's a, it, I, my grandma had hair like that, like that real peppered hair. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, just give me that. Just give me that one thing. I just want to, I just want to be re- like, it's just like, it's just a good look. You know what I mean? You it's think like so? you, Yeah. Cause you, cause like you're 35, you look like this. You're going to look like that for the rest of your life. You ain't going to age. You, you're not going to age anymore. You're done. You, like, you're like, you just so. going to put some lines in your face that show wisdom <laughs> right. and that's it. Like you're not, you got it. Thanks got, man. Yeah. I'll,
0: I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. I do yeah. notice that when I'm uh, trying to flirt or talk to girls at all. It's like there's a weird cusp. Like if it's like right twenty nine or thirty, they kind of look at you where like, uh, "Hey sir, thank you for talking to me, but have a great day." And uh, and they hit you with like, "Sir" in the grocery store. I was like, "I'm not a sir. Like I'm trying to get your number right now." (laughs) You know, so there's that. I am not old. (laughs) Right, I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm not old. we're
1: old though. So, no, we're thirty's not old anymore though. Like we got a lot of time left to do a lot of stuff. Like thirty-five, even. Like I feel like fifty is like if you're still a bum at fifty, yeah, you're probably a bum for the rest of your life. But thirty, well, it depends
0: on how you take care of yourself, right? That's, like, that's, that's, that's true.
1: Yeah, that's super true. You know, mentally and physically, and yeah. you know, you know, that's did Whitney ask you to stop or you? I just quit. You decided. Yeah, to. I just told myself I was done. I was just like, nah, I'm done.
0: What a fucking man decision to make, man! To just like not be pushed but decide.
1: Well, you know, like I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a religious person. I'm not, you know, I, I consider myself like a spiritual agnostic because physics says that there's something bigger than us, right? Um, but you know, that's a whole. I could talk about that for days, but anyways, but the thing is, is, um is, you know, is like the Bible, there's, there's a verse, it's, and I'm going to butcher this for the most part, but there's a verse that says something along the lines of like, take unto wine, but not, but not let wine take unto you. Mm. And, you know, we're all kind of like a slave to emotions and drugs are just pretty much synthetic emotion. Right. If you think about it, like chemically, it's the same thing, you know, you feel a feeling and, and that's just your brain producing a certain set of chemicals in it. If you smoke a drug, your brain's just going to produce a that set of chemicals, you know what I mean? Like if you're happy as a kid at Disneyland and you go take ecstasy, same feeling, Mm. same exact feeling. And so, you know, it's reasonable to understand like why people are like, Oh, this is good because people get addicted to emotions. You know, like I, I fall prey to my emotions all the time, you know, rage, anxiety. Like I've been dealing with anxiety like a mother lately, but you know, just with everything going on in the world and all that, you know, it's just like, feels like there's an elephant sitting on your chest in the middle of the room. But I know, I know that feeling because I, I, I don't know
0: if, like, I'm scared to tell myself. Maybe it's just denial where it's like I don't want to admit that I suffer from anxiety or like I have. But I do know in situations sometimes it just feels like my body's super tense, like in in large groups mm-hmm. a lot, especially. It's like, how do I deal with this right now? And I think for some people, that's hard to understand. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you know. I think it's it's something that like you have to look at the, that that part of yourself, like you have to look at the anxiety, what's causing it you know like what because right. there's not a lot to be anxious about you know i think I think that that like the way the world is, I think we're all a little bit more critical critical of one another than we are because everybody's super critical of themselves, and yeah. so well what
0: I did notice recently mm-hmm. getting older is that your people tend to be harder on themselves than other people are being hard on. Absolutely. Them. So it's like it's good to realize that you don't need to be so hard on yourself because people. Most people are forgiving. I think most people actually like each other and stuff. But you know, everyone's got their quirks that they don't. They so yeah.
1: everybody's a little weird. Yeah. yeah, everybody's probably a lot weird if you want to get like if you get into if you get into the thick of it. It's like everybody's got some trauma everybody's got something they're dealing with yeah and and that's fine you know and the thing is is like i think it's important to remember like when you feel shit like that like anxiety is like you got to remember like that's just a normal thing that's just the world you're gonna always feel anxiety and you can embrace it you can take it in and you can you can go okay like i'm here and and build that grit you know it's just like working with your hands you go out and and work on your front yard landscape your front yard your hands are going to callous Right. You know, and that work that was so hard on the first day of that, by the end of the project, you're going out and shoveling the whole yard in in a third of the time. Right. You know, and you don't feel anything from it. You're you're tough now.
0: So, do you think you're got you've gotten better at dealing with your emotions now than um, before when you were on drugs? Wait, so you, were you on crystal meth alone, or were you on other?
1: Oh, dude, I've done. I look, I consider myself, and I still consider myself this is an, ine- an inebriation enthusiast. What does that mean? So. Like some people are into drones, some people are into video games, some people are into whatever you know what I mean, right Some people like model trains right. I happen to enjoy being high sometimes, okay. you know what I mean, so like is it something that I'm seeking no like i've I've definitely retrofitted my my outlook on drugs because before I was like, well, I can just self medicate and I can feel good all the time, but it doesn't it does it becomes not that pretty quickly if you're not. If you're not cautious, I got you. Like, I don't even, I like, I would even say like amphetamines in themselves, like when they just prescribe people Adderall or whatever like that, because Adderall is literally the exact same thing as meth. It's, it's probably, I don't know anything. About it's drugs. probably, yeah, it is as far as I'll go. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I like the chemistry of it. I like to understand, like, you know, I always like to understand what I was doing.
0: So it sounds like you have a curiosity and fascination as to w- how the human mind
1: works. Yeah.
0: And experience, trying to experience a different...
1: Yeah, of. absolutely. You know, I think psychedelics are my favorite. Um, okay. I've had a lot of really big breakthroughs on just like life and, and in my own life and, and, and just like my perspective on the world on acid. Like
0: I've heard that from a lot of people. That seems to be a popular atomic.
1: It's, it gets you very, very, very introspective. It gets you to look at your life and go like, what do I like about me? And how do I, how do I make that better? Or what do I not like about me? And how do I, you know, maybe diminish that or polish that so that it is something that I like about myself. Um, Mm. you know, my dad and I had a really estranged relationship for a long time and I sat down one night and I was just in my house, just doing, doing acid by myself. And, um, part of the night I was just laying looking at the popcorn on my ceiling and I was like, Oh dude, I get it. Like I look at my dad as like a bummed out version of myself. And he looks at me as like a hopeful version of himself. That's ready to get crushed by the world. And it's like, wow, we have to meet, we have to meet somewhere in between on that. And, you know, having had that thought, like, I don't think I've ever actually discussed that with him. Yeah. Um, but have you, um, no, no, I don't think so. But like, I just, just shifting that perspective into, into that into the relationship i can understand him a lot more mm. um because it allowed me to just i just took a minute to walk in his shoes you know which i think is important i think you have to take the time to be uh willing to step out of yourself and step into somebody else's shoes and go like how would they how would they look at it you know like in order because you can't ever really understand somebody you know what i mean but you can do your best to, to to say like how would i react if i was the third party like and just look at yourself objectively yeah yeah um and you know that that was also drug induced experience that got me to lead to that. I was, I was smoking meth, and meth gets you meth gets you busy. You know, it keeps you keeps you focused on things. So I picked up the habit of uh, walking and drawing at the same time. Like I would just walk down the street, like as I was going draw. from place to place, and I would just draw in my sketchbook. What would you draw? Anime characters, eyeballs, different, just whatever. I would just sketch and do do whatever. I, whatever was on my mind one day I'm just walking down the street, just drawing some random thing. And, man, I'll tell you what. I walked face first into a telephone pole. <laughs> and well, I, yeah, that and would happen if you were. I, I, I'm not like I'm not talking like gently walked into this thing, like noticed I was going to hit it and then stopped. I mean, I was full force walking like five miles an hour, just pull!
0: <laughs>
1: leveled. Did my, it
0: wake you up or sober you up? Uh,
1: no. It it put me on my ass. I busted my nose open. I could taste the blood in my mouth. all right I was just like, ah, yeah. And I wanted to be mad.
0: I wanted to be so mad. What do you mean you wanted
1: to? be Like, mad? I was just like, I just want to be pissed because why do I have this dumb luck? You know, like I just wanted like who walks into a telephone pole?
0: Well, somebody who's drawing. I'm not. Yeah, meth. absolutely, <laughs>
1: absolutely. And I look over and there's a Hispanic family across the street, right? And they're loading into their car to go out and i look at them and i stop and i think i'm like dude but wait what would i do if i saw some dumbass idiot walk into a telephone pole and in that moment i lost it i started laughing so hard i just really? and the mexican family across the street started laughing with me and we just shared a moment. It was a really beautiful moment that we shared together. Cause it was, we were just all laughing at the fact that I'm an idiot. And, right. and I was like, you know what? That's a better outlook on life. Like that's a better way to look at it is like, don't look at it. Like something bad happened to you is just look at it as something happened. And maybe you can find a humor in it. You right. know, uh, like even if it's stupid, ironic humor, you know, like ugh, bad thing happens to you, but you learn from bad things. You know, you gotta, you gotta suffer in order to have any good, in your life. Like, you know, what, what is being fulfilled if you, if you don't have anything to contrast that with.
0: Right. You're, you're, you're it seems like you're really good at finding your humor and things too. Cause you're pretty funny. Like you're really funny. Actually.
1: I have to, I have to be everything.
0: So you ever think about doing the open mics? I know I've been dri- trying to, I've been trying to drive people to the open mics cause I want to get up on stage, but I don't think I'm that funny. But I think like if I go with somebody who's funnier, then I could learn from them.
1: Well, like so, you know, we talked about. I listen to Rogan a lot, and he always says like the the thing about open mics is as soon as you get there, your confidence will go way up because you realize like, oh, I can go do that. These people mm. are bad. Yeah, and because they are. And I've 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 went. I've actually I opened up for um for a show, and and this is stupid. I feel this is one of my lowest moments. Why? <laughs> in life. So. My buddy, my buddy, uh, he he set me up with a spot opening up for um, for one of the one of the winners of like um, Backstreet Boys. No, I wish <laughs> um, American but no, Idol. That um, no, I was opening for uh, last comic stand. It was like somebody who won last comic standing or something mm, like that. Okay. It was my very first time getting a chance to do stand up.
0: Wait, so you did it?
1: I did, but hold on, uh-huh. that's that's a misnomer. So I got up on stage and I was like, hey. And then I didn't say anything. No. I froze. You froze. I you froze, choked. which is dumb because I have been performing in front of people for a long time. I used to play guitar to make money, you know. Just Did you really? Of, yeah, in front of a Circle K. That makes sense. And, and that's uh, why you're good at it. So I just, I just, you know, I figured like, nah, screw all these people. I am never going to see them again. Turns out you see all those people at Circle K all the time, yeah. you know, because they're regulars. Like you see a lot of people that you wouldn't normally see too, but but you'd see a lot of the same people because it's the neighborhood store. Right. And uh, But that was cool though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the heck out of it, but yeah, I went and tried stand up once and bombed. Um, but I didn't go. In, I went into it a little cocky. I went into it because I took public speaking in college, and they, my teacher, would get mad at me because I would never write my speeches. Mm. But I would come in and just prattle off some improv. Like I'd just have like the topic in my hand. I'd be like, "So I think the problem with America today is," <laughs> and just nail it
0: every yeah. freaking
1: time. And she'd be like. Okay, now go write that down so I can give you an A. And I'm like, no, I'm not writing this down. I'm lazy, I am 20, and I am stoned out of my gourd. You think I remember what I just said, lady? Good luck. Right. And uh, so, you know, I got a C in the class or whatever. She was never happy camper with me, but I went in there cocky. I was like, I got this. Hmm. So I maybe wrote down some bullet points and jotted some things down, but I never really practiced my act. And so when I got up there, I was like, oh, crap, I'm not ready for this. Hmm and uh so so,
0: all right was it why why would you be good at speaking but not writing because i struggle with the same thing i'd rather i'd rather do it but i don't want to do the work behind it like we're behind on the podcast right now i got like six or seven unedited episodes because i like recording but i hate editing and like doing the post stuff and mastering the audio and all that It's so and i'm like how do i get over that i'm trying to figure out so what do you think the problem is like why do you
1: So exposure I think is a big thing with things like that. It's just like Mm -hmm. anything is like you, you got to work out that muscle. Um, but then even just finding reasons to like, say like, you know, like if you, it's like, if you look at it, maybe like in the sense of like, I want to do the podcast, but I have to do this stuff and it's boring. Um, you know, try and maybe set goals. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I would do is like, say like, okay, well I want to just make sure that I'm getting one of these done a week. And then, and then yeah, that was the goal. But yeah, yeah. And that, then, but it's, stopped. it's hard because it's something that's like, dude, I don't want to sit down and just like, I love having the conversation, but who, you know, who wants to right. sit there and there are people who love that, you know? And so like ultimately I would say, you know, just fake it till you make it, you know, you just kind of got to push yeah. through it. But, but, and that's the way it is with most things. It's just push through it. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, hopefully I'll forget this shit out. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely tricky. I would say, Get on, um, the one thing I, my definite like big, big, big thing is, is like, cause I, you know, you work Photoshop. Yeah. You'll know exactly what I'm, hot keys, bro. Learn your hot keys. Yeah. That will make, cause you know, when you're in, when you're in Shoop and you're just sitting there and you're in jam mode, you had some headphones on maybe, or you got your radio in the background and you just, you don't even touch your mouse hardly. You go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just, everything's so, you just drag drag click 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 click, and you plow through whatever project you're doing in an hour because you know your hotkeys and it's nothing whereas if you went and tried to do that project when you were learning that that Photoshop, oh man you would have been there for four days hating every minute of it just like yeah i hate this i just i'm so tired of clicking and dragging and looking through menus and doing all these things it's like so learn the jargon that's a big one i would say is like learn like learn what your terms are like so that you know what to look for on each of your apps like universally kind of like learn what, what gotcha. phrases carry over and then, and then just learn, like learn your hotkeys. It'll at least make the, the job easier. You know what I mean? And then, and then you're not looking at so much time. Yeah. Um. Or like, have you ever heard of the Pomodoro method?
0: No. What is that?
1: Okay. So I used to do this when I was working for myself, I would work for 45 minutes mm-hmm. and then set I would set a timer. I would set a 45 minute timer. I would work for that time. And then I would take a 15 minute break. And then I would work for 45 minutes, and I would take a 15-minute break. And then I would work for another 45 minutes, and then I'd take, like, a 40-minute break so I could get in a game of League of Legends real quick. They, they say, like, take a 30-minute break or a 20-minute break. Just take a longer break at the end of the third one. But it keeps you fresh, and it keeps okay. you thinking also, like, I only... Like, you can sit down and work on anything for 45 minutes.
0: Right. That's you know, true. You know I do I, that unofficially. Like, now since I got... I haven't been working for six weeks now. Yeah. So I figure out, like, if I sit on my computer and, like, work on my resume and then get up and... Watch an episode of that seventy show, and come back to it, and it works. So, I I kind of what is that method called? I didn't know the the Pomodoro method. Pomodoro, I got it. Yeah,
1: it's and it's just it's just one of those things. It's like it's just keep your keep yourself fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just keep walk away from it because you you know it's like it's like when you are playing a video game and you get to a spot in a video game that you can't beat, and you are sitting there, you are like, damn, it, damn it, damn it, damn it, and you get so frustrated. You are like, I have tried this seventeen times, and then you just so you are like screw this i'm done yeah go out do whatever fucking have, have a great day right. forget all about the game come back home sit down first try boom done and you're just like you go back to that moment earlier when you were so pissed you're just like i could have just done this like I mean i could just not been mad about any of this and it kind of kind of makes your cheeks a little red but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but i've it, been
0: playing this game days gone have you played it
1: uh i've heard of it it's a it's zomb-
0: zombie apocalypse in oregon and um, it's like it's like world no, it's like uh, Walking Dead meets Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Okay. Did you ever watch either one of those? I, shows?
1: I watched. I watched Walking Dead all the way up till like the middle of the season. Negan showed up, and then Sons of Anarchy. My family watched. Okay. So I know, I know of it.
0: Yeah. So it's like, if you know of the shows, it gives you a good idea. But the game is so fucking good. Yeah. The zombies like. Are evol- it's only like two years later, mm-hmm. but they're evolving. So like, you, over time, like there's one particular one that the strain of zombies affects guys who used to bodybuild. So they create like a new boss fight as opposed to like regular zombies. Okay. And then there's like a, a woman who screams and then attracts uh, like hordes. Come to you gotta play the game. I don't know. How I'll check it out. Tra- yeah, it's good. It's good. Are you on? It's on PS4. System i system got? Play? Xbox One. That's all like right. It might be. It might be.
1: Fire. I feel so bad, though, because like, you know, I got in that fighting game group and I got to say, dude, like, to be honest, everything in my life right now, I owe to that meetup.
0: Why would you, in what regard?
1: So I I was miserable sitting at home alone doing drugs by myself all the time. I just right. gotten Dragon Ball fighters and fallen in love with fighting games. I was like, this is my new jam. i had been playing League of Legends for like seven years, which was cool. I liked League of Legends, but there was a lot of ability for players to take accountability away from themselves and mm-hmm. say like oh my team sucks my team sucks my team sucks and i love pvp because there's not a lot better in 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 the in the world i think like as far as feelings go than beating somebody at something that they're also trying to accomplish like the, when they're trying to accomplish the same goal as you mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when you get into a good match because you play street fighter a lot so like okay. when you get into a good match with on street fighter and it's like it's not it's not like it's a blowout like you guys go to round 3 and it's close each time. You're both finishing with just that little bit of yeah, and you want that rematch, and you want that rematch because now you're just like ah, this guy wants the same. He's climbing too. Right. He's not just on here goofing off. He's not just. He's not. He's this dude's playing his main. I'm playing my main. Yeah. And we're you get that like I'm Goku, he's Vegeta. Feel you're just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so you know so I love that. And so I so you like, got that from the group. So I got so I got I went to... I, yeah I got into fighters and I was like yeah I want to go start playing because. It's different when you're online, too. You know, we've talked about it maybe in the past a little bit. Is like it's hard for me to associate a person I'm playing against online as a person. Yeah. Because there's no face. There's no voice. And if there is a voice, I hate it because <laughs> it's usually a 14-year-old kid using old words I'm not old enough to hear yet. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> like, don't your parents beat you? Like, right. Where's your sh- mom right now? <laughs> they should. Like, who watches you? Right. I watch myself. <laughs> Go, me, 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 me. <laughs> Mom, Take- the meatloaf. <laughs> <Yeah>. help. <laughs> yeah. I need an adult. You are an adult. <laughs> I don't feel like one.
0: <laughs> oh man, I know, I know what you mean. Cause like I would play online, but the problem with online is like you get matched up with these random people, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just whoop somebody's ass. And I was like, this is boring. I don't want to. Do I that. don't. Yeah, I have. No and then desire you meet somebody who complete comes in and des- destroys you. Like they destroy you. They make you feel like quitting the game. Dude, and there's not even like a chance of like you could read their plays and maybe learn something from the match. It just, it just yeah. goes to the point where I can't learn anything. Yeah, right because
1: now. and and no, there's definitely like you know I always thought like it's good to play a game with somebody like especially if it's competitive. Right, is it's good to play with somebody who's moderately better than you? Right, don't jump or like if you're just playing against the top tier player, you're never going to understand the logic that they that they're using you have to play with somebody who's close enough to your level so that you can see the things that they're doing and the things that you're doing that are similar right and then adapt and you can't really ever just look at yourself either like watching replays is super important but you actually have to know what you're looking at right so you know you need somebody there to say hey like you should press back more mm, it's block because block. because that's the game that's the game that's what you did to me i remember that yeah, you or just, just don't you just, jump so much. You know just, know what yeah, I mean? dude, you gotta don't. get up for credit. Yeah, just don't like don't just wait for them to mess up most of the time. Yeah, you know that's the big thing is it's just all it's all a game of chicken. You know? Yeah. You're just so there. wait,
0: so how did the group help you oh, out? Right, right. right. Sorry, Sorry, I don't need
1: to. I, no, you're right. We got super super sidetracked there. Yeah. So so I got in the group and I found community. I like I got out of my house and I found like right, uh, right. I found a group of people who were like minded who I could go and compete with, friendly in a friendly way, and who you know like nobody was judging me there for the most part. You right. know like. Like, I found out, like, there there was some things said about me, like, by, by some certain people, like, but it's not worth getting into. But it's
0: normal when you have a group of people that get together. Yeah, well,
1: and, and my my appearance and my actions, you know what I mean? Like, I can't even really, like, sometimes I look and act like a drug addict. So, reasonable to assume that. But
0: with that said, though, I was, I... Was around when conversations were happening when you weren't there, mm-hmm. and we talked about each other, and of course you came up in conversation. Yeah. But the the feeling was nobody disliked you,
1: right? No, you know and I, mean? I like, knew, and I knew that. Like I knew everybody, everybody was family over there. You know yeah, we I mean? liked each other. Yeah, we all genuinely got along. Like there was some, you know, there was some goofing around and some hazing and stuff that went on. But that's just what happens when you get a bunch of people together, like especially right. when you're building. Uh, a, com- a competitive group of people together. Like we have to give each other the sass. Like, right. Like what you're going to sit there and be like, Hey, you did a really good job beating me up that time. Yeah. You know, like, I really like it that you did that. You did a really good. Like, no, like talk some trash, man. Like, look over it. Maybe like, dude, you need you suck. Like, you suck. Step yeah. up your game. Step up your game. Because, you know, we're
0: entering a social justice warrior territory there when you started talking
1: about how. Uh,
0: oh no, I need you to be nice to me because I don't. I can't deal with the. No, dude, be be like. You, gotta, you need someone. You, like, you
1: need some people yeah, to rustle your feathers every once in a while. Right. You, like you know, I I always say, and it's only it's only like this is like sixty percent a joke. It's like when you're eighteen years old. I feel like you should be put into a room with somebody you have no chance of winning a fight against mm. for like 10 minutes and just get the crap kicked out of you. Cause that will make you humble. And then you won't have people going around being upset for people who they don't like for th- about things that don't even affect them. They're just like, we need justice for this. like,
2: but
0: why?
1: Yeah. Like explain to me why, like what, what, what is the injustice? Like I, if there's an injustice, let's fix it. Yeah. But But are the people you're even complaining for mad about it? Like, that's happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hate to say it, but it's mostly middle aged white women.
0: Oh, God. The Karens. Karens, (laughs) man. Like, Karens. uh... Have you been seeing videos? Because we're in the middle of the pandemic right now. Have you seen those videos where the women at grocery stores are like coughing on people that piss them off? Have you seen that? No. Yeah. So there's this, there's a viral video right now of random women in like places like walmart and target and like they get in arguments with staff because staff is saying hey you need to wear a mask right now it's company policy and then they just like cough on the employees or cough on the patrons
1: right now i'm pretty sure that that violates the geneva convention Like, (laughs) like it's wrong that's a war crime biological warfare is a war crime
0: yeah, right. I mean, uh, that's there's terrorism. A for
1: like it. that's that's what that like straight up. Now I will say, like, just uh, just to be a little bit of the devil's advocate. Is like when this all started, hmm. I was riding the bus to and from work. You cough and somebody. bus and the bus would get crowded. Well, I'd get a little. like, you would be like, man, I need a little space. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would call. I would just fake cough on the bus, or heck, I put. I smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Sometimes I'd real cough on the bus, mm. just get into that good old healthy smoker's cough, get it deep from the chest. That, <laughs> tell you what, I get about going. three or four people, or like three or four feet around me. I get a little radius, so I took advantage of it while I could. Yeah, I don't But think that's
0: I, different from like getting in a heated yeah. argument and just straight up. like... Yeah, like no, that's bleh, not. Bleh. Yeah, that. I, I wasn't
1: being malicious. If anything, I was just being an asshole. But that's that's fine. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes that's fun. Like and and besides, I did. You know, that was at the start of it. Like now that we know, like what, how bad it can it be. can be, and you know. It, it, it's like that's a little different. Like now and, and you're you're doing that. You're coughing on somebody. Like you're coughing on somebody. You're that's a I would it's punch someone like if if, yeah. if the COVID wasn't going on and somebody came and coughed on me, we might fight right then and there. Like that's Yeah, it's disrespectful. Like
0: if you can't if if we get in an argument and you cough I don't know. Yeah,
1: Matt, like just is. keep your like unless I say otherwise, keep your fluids off of me.
0: <laughs> unless I say otherwise. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that well like i'm just trying to think it's like do i always want fluids off of me no like sometimes <laughs> fluids are good thing yeah but i don't want anybody like i don't want uninvited fluids right 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 i definitely like i had a dude on the bus one night oh man i don't know where like straight up you can't pay for better entertainment than the bus if you're willing to be a little traumatized by it as well it's like
0: Oh, my God. I haven't taken public transportation here, but I did back in New York, and I don't miss it. I
1: don't miss it. I bet. I bet New York's is even better. Oh, my I bet, God. I bet yeah. that's like the Broadway of, of public transportation. Yeah, you And you see the same characters. Yeah, and like I that. had this guy. He was like hanging on the handles on the bus, passing out, like standing like a foot away from me, just drooling. Mm. I had just bought a new pair of shoes. I was like waiting for this drool. I was like, I'm going to kill this man if he drools on me right now. Like, that's just it's it's, it's the end of his life. Oh my God. I'm not getting drooled on tonight. I just got off a long day at work.
0: Was it crowded? Could you not
1: move? No, I could. I did. I did, but he was yeah. just standing and sleeping like this. So like he, he was just kind of in the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so the second he stumbled cause the, the driver hit the brakes and he stumbled and the hand fell down and I just grabbed my backpack and dipped. I was just like, gotcha. just stick and move. Yeah. made it to the back of the bus and he just looked back. He's like, Oh, it's like, yeah. you know, like what, what? No. But yeah, so the bus is pretty crazy. The bus is pretty crazy. That's uninvited fluids right there. Yeah, mm. definitely uninvited fluids. That's
0: like that Dave Chappelle joke. Remember the joke? Yeah, back in the day when the guy held a bus hostage
1: because he was jerking yeah. off. It. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a similar situation.
1: It that's that's what it felt like. It felt like a it felt like a hostage situation. Yeah, but um, but yeah, um. So we were talking about the the group the group. Um, yeah, so like so you know I I, I met everybody there. We, we got along so I started getting out more. I started building my social muscles again. Yeah. Cuz I really didn't know how to interact with people when I when I started coming Why out. Why do you them. think that is? I think it's just like I think that that being social is uh, is the same thing as as any other thing. It's it's all a muscle. It's all mileage. You know, like if you draw a lot, you get really good at drawing. If you go out a lot and you talk to people a lot, you get really good at talking to people. Right. And I think that social anxiety is coming to play a lot, like in in blocking people there. Like you know, we we tend to put up more barriers for ourselves than we than we need to. Like yeah. I, I know, I like you know, the thing is is like. After having had my teeth fixed, like I look back and it's like, there was not a whole lot of reason for me to even like let those shitty teeth that I had be a factor in what any of my decisions were. But like a lot of the time I would be like, oh, I want to do YouTube, but my teeth. Oh, I want to do stand up, but my teeth. Mm. Oh, I want to go do this, but my teeth. Because a lot of the things I want to do are.
0: You have to present yourself. uh, Yeah, I
1: want to be in front of a crowd or I want to be out talking to people. I'm a social guy. You know, I like to hang out and make jokes and, you know, just kind of. Just
0: yeah, do yeah, things
1: yeah. you know like. Go. Well, you
0: look, man. It, it's like it's like somebody put you in a time machine, and then like pulled you out. And then I see like a ten year younger version. Of you that's
1: that. what happened, man. I moved in with. Was she fixed? She just like she's just been repairing. Like we've been repairing the house, and she's just been working on. And and that's not to say I, like I've been working on myself, but that woman is constantly in my ear saying the same things I'm telling myself and ignoring. Like and, what? Like, like what? Like. Dumb example, change your shirt. It's too small because mm-hmm. I'll put on like one of my medium shirts from three years ago. And I'm like, yeah, this is a sweet shirt. I want to wear this today. But I weigh 30 pounds more than I did when I wore that shirt last time. Right. And so my arms are stuck like this and I can't, you know, and it's like my belly's hanging out and it's like, of course, change my shirt. But I want to feel like I would have got to that conclusion by myself. But, you know, she's just like, change your freaking shirt, man. Just change your shirt. But like she'll do things like, hey, go make sure that you're called, like go do something like make sure you're working on getting a job, you know, like yeah. make sure. And that like I did on my own, because obviously like you can't be in a relationship and just be taking,
0: you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like
1: you, that builds resentment so quick. So like that was, that was a big thing. Um, You know, we, but, but she's always, she's just always telling me things like she got me into the dentist. Like she, she went and scheduled my appointment for the dentist. Yeah. I got mad at her for it too. I was like, why did you do that? you know well
0: she's trying to help
1: and but and then my pride got in the way you know what i mean like so i was just like prideful i was like that's the same thing i've been telling myself all this time i knew i needed to go do that blah 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 why'd you do it and she was doing to help yeah and so i was just a jerk about it you know um but yeah she's been she's been nothing but but supportive through all this for the most part you know
0: isn't it weird how like you're dating someone and they're trying to help you and they're pushing you to be better, but you fight them on it. Cause I did the same thing with like, yeah. a bunch of my exes. And well,
1: and you do that with everybody. Nobody wants to hear about themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody, like, even if like, even if you're getting critiqued on something simple, like, Hey dude, I think that the color that you use there would be better as this shade. It's like,
0: yeah, but then you, you, you might, your head gets in a way and your you're like, yeah,
1: but fuck you. This is my design. Like right. get, get away. Shoo, shoo. But they're right because you're not meeting accessibility standards on the color palette that you're using. You know what I mean? And you sit there and you finally, you have, you look at it and you go, oh crap. You know what I mean? And then, and then hopefully you grow from that. But oftentimes people just defer as like, well, Todd's a dick anyways. Like, you know.
0: Right. I think that's what happened with me because I'm an asshole and I'm a stubborn. Mm -hmm. And so like, I, I'd rather push people away and like not deal with them. Than to deal with the critique, but I know it's like my problem. I'm being yeah more stubborn than I need to be. You know?
1: Yeah, it's a lot of the time it's just like, dude, just listen to what listen to what other people have to say, like it, you know, or or get a pet. That's the other way you can really learn about yourself is like just get a pet. And everything that they do that you don't like, you do. Mm. It's the truth, man. My cat is is just like me. To the point, it
0: it bothers. It you.
1: bothers me. You get to see, it's like holding a mirror in front of your face. You get it's, to see. It's yeah. so, like, he walk like, Cappy, the pug, um, Whitney's pug, he'll walk by him, and that cat will just reach over and slap the shit out, like, for no, <laughs> no reason, and I'm just like, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. that guy sometimes, and I get it, and I hate it. <laughs> Dang. But, you know, and it's the truth, is like, you, you very much a lot like your pets, but yeah, um, Whitney, Whitney and I got together, um, you know, I met her through the meetup. Yeah. Um. And then so I moved in with her from from all that, um, you know, so like that just kind of springboarded me all into that is like is like I wouldn't have if I never had gotten off my ass to go play fighting games with with that meetup group, I would have never met the people that I needed to to get to where I'm at right now. Yeah. And uh, that's that's cool. You know what I mean? Like you you said
0: some. Sorry. Go ahead. Nah. you said something earlier. You said that Whitney not maybe not in this conversation, but I think maybe in a text. And it got me thinking, and I was curious. So you said she's been helping you a lot, right? Yeah, I'm curious. Just from someone, I used to drink a lot back mm-hmm. in the day, and I'm scared to fall back in old habits. Mm-hmm. And it's like hard to find triggers. What do you think will happen? Like, are you mentally and emotionally to if that relationship should end? Do you think you'll fall back into your old habits? Like, what do you?
1: Well, actually, coincidentally, that relationship is currently ended. Um, as of like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, Whitney and I split Whitney? up. Whitney? Yeah. Okay. We split up, um, because it, in my opinion, it's a boiling pot kind of thing. Like we, we moved in together too fast. It was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of stress really quick. Right. My life's adjusting, her life's adjusting. She had, you know, some, some things happen in her life that, that caused a big shift for her and, um, and we never got a chance to be away from each other. We never got a chance to not, you know, so. Slowly but surely the pressure built up and now there's just a lot of resentment towards one another because we weren't Are you guys still living together? Yeah, we are. And we're actually, you know, things are really, really good. We've been getting okay. along great since then. And, and you know, she's doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. Um, so how are you dealing with it now that she's the person who helped you and then now that relationship's well, like Well, like, I can't ever take away the fact that she, saved, she probably saved my life. Hmm. You know, like, I think about it as, like, if I didn't move in with her, I would have probably kept on the, on the same track I was, I would have I was not in a healthy spot. I weighed like 130 freaking pounds or 140 pounds at the time and it was going to go back to being homeless. And you know, that, that probably would have killed, that probably would have killed me. Um, you know, and then my teeth too. Um, she, she stepped up to the plate, man. They, I didn't get coverage for everything with financing. So like she stepped to the plate and loaned me 3,200 bucks or something like that. um and and you know help me get that fixed and that that cuts back i had a high risk of um stroke heart attack i could have aneurysm like all kinds of health risks come along with having real bad teeth so so she saved my life twice so like i can't i can't ever take that like I, i owe her my life like in that regard so like i we're gonna be good friends and yeah um you know i've thought a couple times like man it would be really nice to go just get high just yeah, I could go get. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried
0: get. about that because I don't want to see you and, fall back. And, in.
1: but and so the thing is is like so I I actually I went to a drug dealer's house, um, a few nights ago, and stopped before I even went in the door. I was like, yeah, you know what? No. And then I was planning on because like I you know and so I've cut out a lot of drugs out of my out of my out of my list that of things that I will even probably ever do again. Like there's a lot like heroin meth you know things like that like the 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 big ones the big ones that you hear about ruin people's lives all the time like i'm probably done with that shit that yeah, doesn't yeah. seem like it just doesn't seem like that just doesn't seem like the life i want to live like uh i'll take a pass um but like psychedelics i'm still down to do yeah um you know what's psychedelics though like acid mushrooms dmt anything that's like hallucinogen yeah How is that
0: different from crystal meth or like heroin?
1: Okay. So like, well, cause well, crystal meth is like, okay. So heroin, well, heroin's an opiate and it's, it's something that like, it it gives you like high releases of dopamine. Um, makes your body relax. Okay. It makes you itch. Hmm. Um, I don't need that. But it's a good itch. It's like a good, like it's a really like warm and fuzzy itch. Like you just kind of sit on the couch. Like when you first, like this, this changes very quickly, by the way, like, heroin is a dick opiates are a dick like percocets heroin any of that stupid drug just don't like have a casual like you want to do some percocet on a weekend you know and sit on your couch and be a veg sure okay whatever or if you hurt yourself take your percocet prescription until it runs out but then you're going to go through three days of withdrawals just grin and bear it whatever have a casual relationship with opiates if you want because you just sit and you just go yeah
0: Wait, oh I'm not trying to encourage people no, to listen well, to do like, drugs. No, I, I don't. and and
1: and I don't and, and by the way, I don't I don't, you know, I don't think most people should do drugs because I think most people suck at drugs.
0: Mm.
1: I think that people are too inclined to take that good feeling and let it run away with them. Mm. And you don't and, and then the thing is is like I've been lucky enough and and in the fact that like I've always had a strong enough will to hit the brakes or I've had life hit the brakes for me on that process. Right. So I would I would get to a point where I was like getting high all the time and doing things, and then all of a sudden it would just pff, stop. Couldn't do it anymore for whatever reason, you know. And and so reset. And then I would grow and I would think about it and I'd be like, okay, well I could probably go back and do drugs now because I learned I had that last mistake that shut me down last time. I just won't do that again. So I start. Is that how it works though? Yeah, usually. Um, and it has been up to this point. It's like, it's pretty easy to rationalize. It's like, okay, well, last time I got robbed, um, and tried to, tried to cook drugs and that, that didn't work. So maybe I should not hang out with other people who do drugs. Right. And that became one of my, my big tenants is like, is like, I have a few people who like, I would pretty much do any drug with that I've known since like fifth grade, you know, like whatever. Right. Um, they're brothers, you know, you know, brothers to me, that's at this point, but that's something that, that they're not actively using all the time. So it's, it's a little different, but like, I would never hang out with anybody who was like also an active user because when you put two drug addicts together, they just make bad ideas. Yeah. Like you can function if you're, if you're doing it by yourself, like, because then you can still prioritize like real life instead of the drug. Like you hopefully can still prioritize the drug, the real life over the drugs. But that's even hard because the drugs are awesome at the start. At the start, you feel the best, but then you get three, four months into it. And now it becomes a struggle because you're just trying to feel okay. Hmm. You know, like you're just looking at, at like, how do I wake up in the morning and function? Because if I don't have this, like when I, when I didn't have meth, I couldn't sit. Like if we were just sitting here talking right now, I would fall asleep. Seriously? Just dead. Just pass out. Damn. I would sleep for like three days if I didn't have it like just it couldn't move like I would wake up and eat I would shove, shovel food down my face because you know I would eat while I was on it I was actually really good about eating while I was on it and sleeping you know that was that was a big thing I think that saved saved my health a lot is is the, the fact, fact that is because you got to think about like what it's taking away from you and how to adapt to that and like that's why people go crazy on that stuff is because they're not they're not sleeping they're malnourished. You yeah. get a little while, like think about it, like think about just like getting a little hunger pangs, you little cranky, you know, what I do. Yeah. I turned into a man. I'm hungry. I turned into a jerk. It's like, don't talk to me. I need to find a burrito. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and so like, I definitely try to take care of myself, but it wears you down and it, and it becomes, it could it becomes a, a constant. You're locked in with this stuff. And, and it goes back to, like I said earlier, take on wine, do not let wine take on to you. Well, at that point, whether or not, you know, like I had the ability to just stop like so in one sense I succeeded on that hand, you know, like but in the other a dependency a chemical dependency is not succeeding. Yeah, you know needing to wake up and go down and do bong hits and then and then continue to smoke all day long just to get through the day and feel like a human being is not something I ever want to go back. So to. did
0: you ever con- like was there a moment in time where you realized like, hey, I'm addicted to this like,
1: um, yeah, yeah, and no, because I knew I could always put it down. Like it, it was just because. But that's what addicts say, though. I well, mean, I'm
0: not trying to. Like, well,
1: no, and I get that, and I get that. But like, and the only thing I have to say is, is like, point proven. You know what I mean? It's like when I said I was going to quit, I quit. Yeah, and and I've done that. I've done that a few times. You know, as far as like having to hit the brakes is like some. Sometimes you just have to stop doing things. Right. Um. So like. I was an addict in the sense that like my body needed it for when I was using it. Like I was physically addicted. Mm -hmm. Um, but mentally addicted. No, I I don't think so. I think I'm addicted to like the idea of being high. I think that's probably more of the addiction than it is.
0: Why? What is the addiction or what is the desire to want to be?
1: Um, altered perspective of mind, like altered states of experience. Like it's, it's just interesting to see like, you know, I smoke, like I said earlier, I was talking about, I smoke DMT, which is, is you, your brain makes that when you dream mm-hmm. and, um, it, that stuff, oh my God, it, you hit it and it takes you out of the world you're in immediately. Like you, you, you breathe, you exhale it and you are on an entirely different plane of existence. You can hear sound deconstruct into thought patterns. Like that's the best way I could describe it. I had headphones in and I could hear the music that I was listening to be broken down into data. Like it was the, it was the strangest thing. Like each instrument picked apart. I saw the structure of the universe and like how it's stacked together and, and how there's an an infinite space inside of every finite area and, and vice versa. Like it was just, it was, I, I came out of it. Like I came out of that drug loving myself for the first time like i i literally learned the importance and the 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 pointlessness of a human life what, what do you mean by that well like so we're blessed by the fact that we're sentient and we get to live in in a place like like this like whether or not the world's filled with strife or, or pain or anything like that like we are we are as far as we know the only one of the only species on the planet who even actually like gets to abstractly enjoy the world we live in, Mm. you know, we can think about things. We are, we are technically like we are gods, but for the wisdom I've heard that quote from, I don't remember who it was from, but I I really like that quote because it's, it's the truth is like, we can end the world in a, in the blink of an eye, you know what I mean? But, but also we could build this place up and make it like, if everybody stopped dicking around and saw like I, I, I always say this is like, everybody's just a little too worried about the size of their penis and i that's a metaphorical penis that's man penis woman penis all penis right everybody's just a little bit too stuck in like what what do i what am i perceived as and or or like how do i make my mark and so like people are like i'm going to hoard money i'm going to build this huge fortune but then like what are you doing with that you are going right. to bury all that cash like there are more homes in this in this country than there are homeless people why are we not filling them why does it got to be about cat? You know what I mean? Like if everybody yeah. just stop bickering and that's wishful thinking, I understand that. Like
0: it's not wishful thinking. It's just like figuring out the dynamics of cause I, I, I know that fact too, that there are more homes and, and yeah. most people is it, but the the reason there are more homes is because people, developers built those homes to be rented out. So like it, there's a certain cost. There right. And you can't like, you, you can't know. Co- like and I'm not the econ- homelessness. No. I'm just no, The like.
1: economics of it are hard. You know, yeah. and there's a lot of logistics and, and I, I am not the guy to figure that out, Yeah. but I am just saying like, if we, if we all stopped bickering about whatever, or, or like, you know, left or right or black or white or red or blue or whatever the hell we're arguing about at any given moment yeah. and just started going like, well, what can we do? There are people out there a lot smarter than me or you or anybody that we know probably personally, who, who can yeah. figure that out or at least start moving us in the right way. Do you listen to Jordan Peterson? I you, do. You do? I do. I love yeah, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, so he,
0: that's one thing I learned from him is like, the only way to change your world is to like, change yourself. Like, yeah. You have to build yourself up. Like, you know what I mean? The only way to make the entire world better is just start in what you can control. And I think yeah. people don't understand
1: that. Yeah. You can't control most things. Yeah. You, you are pretty much listless in life. Like, you you know, you're here for the blink of an eye and, and, and a grand scale of things and and the universe don't care about you. I know that's a little bit like absurdist and a little bit nihilistic, but mm. it's it's the truth is like is like the universe does not care. Go to go to Australia. Everything there is trying, trying to, to kill, kill you. you. <laughs> go to space. It will kill you. Yeah. Everything will kill you. You know. <laughs> you know to
0: t- to hear you explain what psychedelics feel like or what you experience? Yeah, that shit sounds
1: amazing and fascinating.
0: But I don't trust myself to even try it because I feel like I would. And this is not a call for anybody to try to convince me to no. do it because I know myself. If I like it, I'll just do it over and over. Which is why, like, I kind of cut out drinking a little bit. Sure, I just like drinking too much, but it became like a a, a bandaid over like my emotions. Yeah, I, I was trying to stop myself from. I was trying to figure out a way to subconsciously stop myself from doing the things that I know I should be doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so that's why I'm scared to get into it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, like I, I was going to do mushrooms just recently. Mm. Um, and it was just after the breakup and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get high. I'm going to just do a little bit of therapeutic drugs and, and just spend a night being introspective yeah, kind of, you know, just trip out, see what happens. I actually am really good at fighting games when I'm high on on psychedelics. Really good at fighting games. Really. It's amazing.
0: So if you're beating my ass on Street Fighter online and I, know I you're, will never I beat your ass you're... on
1: Street Fighter online. I am horrible at that game. You're that pretty
0: is... nah, I wouldn't say you're horrible. You're I okay. dude,
1: I it's just too slow for me, man. I, my 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 fingers get I I get twitchy. I'm just like me me get real twitchy fingers, so like I have to play faster paced fighting games. I have to play like vs. Capcom or, or Dragon Ball Fighters or mm. Street Fighter. I'm just I'm just not patient enough for you it. You don't think Street Fighter is fast-paced? I don't. Really? Don't, no, dude, go play Dragon Ball Fighters. Just just play that game for like a day and you'll go back to Street Fighter and you'll just be like, This is too slow.
0: <sighs> Here I, I disagree with you. I feel like Street Fighter is too fast for me because I can't figure out how to come up with I know the moves to react. Mm-hmm. To start, like my opponent, but I can't figure out how to read the plate in time to use the reaction. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I know exactly. Cause you definitely, it's a, it's a lot like dancing. Fighting games are a lot like dancing in that regard. It's like, you have to learn how to read your opponent and you have to kind of get in their head psychologically. Mm. You almost have to learn how, like, it's almost like reading body language. I think that it, more than anything, like, you know what I mean? Like, cause the, you definitely have a digital body language. Like, if a dude, if you step forward and that dude steps back, you know, he's playing very cautiously. Gotcha. You know, he's waiting for you. You know what I mean? And same thing is like, usually if you, if you doing the same thing, just mirror their movements, mm-hmm. you're going to give yourself a lot more time because they're going to play cautiously because you're playing cautiously. You know what I mean? Now you're getting in their head and then, and then hit them when they, when they don't expect it. You know, that's the thing too, is like use, use unorth, I, I like using unorthodox technique like gotcha. because I'm a scrub. I have, uh, I have as long as you've known me playing fighting games as as long as I've been playing fighting games and I am not great at them. Like I got pretty good at fighters briefly, but then I stopped playing because I, I stopped doing drugs yeah. and my drive to play video games went down super bad because I saw my phone and like the usage because I have like that uh, Samsung play app or whatever. Gotcha. And it'll tell you the total hours played on games. And I just looked at my phone and I have like 1300 hours on Hearthstone and like twenty one hundred hours on Yu Gi Oh dueling, so I'm just like, those are that's days of my life. that's weeks of my life. I could have done so many things besides play Hearthstone. Yeah. Holy crap! What am I doing on my console too? Yeah. I gotta slow this down. I just recently played through Red Dead Two, and that's the first game I played since since I've been so, like. all the I want to
0: pick it up, but I also want to find a job. So.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's so. So good the is writing and it? it is so fantastic because like, the antagonist, like because you have foils in the game throughout it that would be like your like what you would presume are your traditional antagonists you know mm. but they're not like the antagonist is actually like the gang the gang you're in and like the actions that you're taking like you're oh. the protagonist and the antagonist. you're you know because it's like a it's well
0: a, don't tell me this don't no I, I won't
1: no I won't tell you but like just I'm telling you the framing on it like the writing of it itself like, oh yeah I went through the eight stages of grief in that game. <laughs> Like I I straight up why God why why <laughs> gods like oh no please no yeah it, did you ever play Red Dead One and Red I, Dead Two I, I haven't I've got to go back and play Red Dead One but because I
0: never played I own it but I never played it Red and,
1: Dead One is a pre, is is the is the it, Red Dead Two is a prequel so oh so it so, builds up the story yeah, for, so you
0: don't need to actually know yeah
1: you don't have to have played the first one okay which is which was smart on Rockstars part I think, I think yeah. that because like it had been a long time since they had released a Red Dead yeah and uh there
0: was Red Dead Revolver yeah and I remember Red Red that Red Dead Redemption, Redemption and so Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel to that
1: yeah other to, two? uh to the Red Dead Redemption 1 just to the other Red Dead Red Dead Revolver was I think that was just like their first attempt at it I don't know if that's actually so the storylines
0: don't I not, don't
1: I don't think so not for Red Dead Revolver I remember playing that game though and that was Okay. That was kind of what stopped me from playing Red Dead 2 for a long time. I was like, Red Dead Revolver was like, okay, I guess. But mm. but it was for like, what, PS2 or PS1? Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: put it on like maybe last year, but I couldn't get past the graphics.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. I just tried to play Final Fantasy IX the other day. How did that go? Uh, mm. About three lines of text in. I was <laughs> like, I, hold on, it's 2020. I'm never reading a line of text in the game again.
0: Well, Zelda. You don't play Zelda games. I would, but
1: I haven't owned a Nintendo console in a long time. Yeah, so. I got you. And you know, I I would, yeah, I would absolutely play a Zelda game, but I'm just not. I'm just pa- I'm just kind of pat. Like even that, I'm just kind of like, dude, just give Link a voice. I get it. <laughs> I get you're trying to build the fantasy that like that character is the person that's playing it. So like, you know, yeah. they, they want you to be able to imprint yourself, so you get all the ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah you know yeah. like that stuff, and that's cool, whatever, but it, it, I also am super lazy, are you and I watch a lot of animes, so I get all my reading in when I'm watching anime, and then, so if I'm playing a game, it's just like just talk to me so I can walk out of the room and stuff like when i'm like when when a cutscene's going on, I want to be able to like listen and go get a sandwich real quick before I go back into the game. Mm. I don't walk out on cutscenes, though that's a lie yeah, I sit there. I'm if, like, I'll make the sandwich, I'll make the sandwich later. And then the sandwich never comes. Oh. I'm just sit there and starve myself. I gotta,
0: I gotta, I gotta try it, man, because I just beat days gone. And the problem with my life situation right now is I should, and I do, I focus on getting a job right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you you mentioned Photoshop earlier? Are you still do you design?
1: Yeah, I I do I do design. I did web design um, and graphic design for a long time. I've done some t-shirts for myself. Okay. Um, I you know I I mostly just do like art. Stuff like I just mostly sketch and stuff like that, but yeah, I got portfolio. I don't, I should, but I don't like yeah. I have a bunch of stuff for a portfolio. But I, when I was doing the work, I didn't need it because I we were contracted out to other people, so I was just kind of like the design guy on the back end of a team, okay. Um, and so like when I and it was my buddy from grade school that that I was working with, so like he knew I was capable, mm-hmm. and um, and so you know, it was it was good but um but i never i was just i've always been lazy about it i always just am like oh, i don't want to go make a portfolio same thing as like the editing stuff is like i'll do all the i'll do all the photoshopping but i don't want to go make the website yeah. and, and promote myself and i i don't like social media i really like no i'm trying to i'm i'm trying to i've been
0: rebuilding my portfolio for i guess all my life but now i'm actually doing it and trying to curate the work to put it up online is a hard process because it's got that self-critique in it, which yeah. is it like, as an artist, you never, nothing is ever finished or good enough. So I almost talk myself out of putting anything.
1: Yeah, because you just look at everything as like all the mistakes in it. You're just yeah, like, yeah. I could have done that better, and I could have done that better, and I could have done that, and then you just are like, all right, well, I'm gonna go redo this project right now so I can put some. And that's it's a perpetual thing, man. It's like yeah. you got to be careful. But, like, have you looked into doing any, like, freelance stuff? Like, have you looked into... Like- not
0: recently because when I did do free, I mean, I'm redoing my uncle's logo in New York for his... He's got a laboratory. Okay. So, I, I, that's one form of freelancing. But um, not, I haven't pursued it because I did freelance when I lived in New York. And I don't like dealing with people. And I it's probably an ego thing because you'd send a great design. And then they'd say, Oh, make this be- bigger or make this more red. And it's like, no, you're you're butchering it. Like you're making it look more tacky. And right now it's looking more on the classy side. So if you know and I guess that's my thing I gotta get over, where it's just like
1: Well, it's kinda I've always felt like that's a very, very knife edge situation because they're paying you. You know what I mean? Right. And and that is is it's like it and it's a hard conversation to have. Like sometimes I would tell my clients, like, no. You just tell them, no, yeah. like, you, you know, I'm not coming into your store and telling you how to run your store. But at the same time, you have to do your best to make a product that's good for them. You right. have to make, you have to make something that meets their standards. So it's like, where do you, it's like, okay, well, if you don't like, like, I hated it when people would just say, I just don't know. It just doesn't snap to me or it doesn't pop to me. Yeah. The
0: problem with that is even though they're like I respect the fact that people are they're paying me Mm -hmm. and I'm doing the work for them and I want to make them happy. Yeah. What happens is you do that 10 freelance jobs in a row. You got 10 projects or portfolio pieces that you're not proud of. You know what I mean? And that doesn't accurately display the type of work you're capable of. You know what I mean? And it's so like you sell yourself. I ended up with work that was selling myself short because yeah. people who have like a keener eye would look at it and be like, eh.
1: "Yeah, you know." And and that's that's kind of where like I got really burnt out doing that stuff too because we would work we would work with a, a few of the same people a lot of the time and they were not good clients. Like I I think that we were too transparent in our in our development process. Like, because we would let people just openly go to the dev site and look at things. And it's like, you'd get an email every other day, like change this, change this, change this, change this, change this. And it's like, the project's not done yet though. Like you don't even know, like you're just looking at like, you don't go up to the frame of a house that's being built and be like, oh no, you need to put another wall here and another thing over here. Right. And I get like, it's a digital medium. And so it's a little easier to manipulate than a house. Yeah. And so you could argue like that, but it's like at the same time, like you may really like what the finished product, product looks like, you know, like you may really, really enjoy it, but you're not going to see it until I get all the work done. And uh, so we would have a lot of that stuff and they would just do it and they wouldn't, they, they would just expect that it be done, you know? And, and, yeah. and it's like, mm, stop, stop Bojack in my car. Like just stop taking all my stuff. Like, like stop taking the product. Like if you, if you want to do the design, do the design. Yeah, if you want to send me like mockups or something like that, like make it easy for me. Hey, it it boils down to it boils down
0: to me though. It's because I have that. Yeah, where it's like that mental emotional block, <laughs> and it's uh, not wanting to budge or negotiate with people. Yeah, I find that to be the biggest.
1: Yeah, yeah. At least when you're working for a company, they're just coming in hand and you sit up and say and do this, and and yeah. then you don't have to. You don't have any creative agency in it. You're just like. Okay, I'll make And you this. don't have to
0: care about it, you know? Yeah. Even when I was working for my last job, though, I would still hold back some. Because it's like, oh, my God, this is not... We could be doing this better or more efficient.
1: And I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know why that is. I don't know why I do that to myself. Because it's getting in my own way, you know?
1: Yeah. Sometimes you just got to grin and bite the bullet on things. That's for certain. Yeah. You know, like... Like where I'm working now, like we have some weird metrics. Like I, I, where are you working right now? Um, so I work for a company. I don't know if I, I, because I don't know what I'm allowed to say, just because of my contracts with them and stuff. You know, obviously. So like, but I work for a company doing doing tech support for a a a cell phone provider. Okay. Um, and the cool thing is, is like we have um, it's a cool company. Like we have we have an arcade at work like with like oh really yeah like i have marvel versus capcom one in the break room at work um i have i have like mega man all of the old like every like we have everything in the break room at work tech and tag like we have a dedicated tech and tag machine um at your job yeah wait what are you full time with them <laughs> yeah
0: yeah seriously
1: yeah um and my biggest gripe though is it's it's they marketed it as a as a customer support tech support position and then you get in and they turn it into a, also you have to sell something every time that you talk to somebody like you have to make a pitch on every call pretty much. Okay. Which I don't mind. I've done sales. I've done a lot of sales. And so it's like marketing kind like uh, of, well, it's just like, it's just like offering an extra service onto somebody's cell phone plan. Like it's just like, okay. It's just like, Oh, give them the option to, yeah. It's like, Oh, Hey, by the way, you, do you want this super? And it's actually a really good service. Like, um, it's it's a super solid service and so i don't mind selling it so much but it's irritating because like sometimes you're on a customer call you know you're on the phone with a customer and they're really mad at you know yeah um, whatever company in the first place and they're like i might cancel my my account with you guys i don't want to i don't even want to deal with this anymore my phone's broken and you're not going to replace it and then i'm supposed to be like oh yeah but also do you want to spend more money with us at the end of this yeah you know, and, one. and, and it's like, I understand like making money for the company, but I feel like companies should be a little bit more flexible in like things like that. Like, you know, it's like, you- well, do
0: you actually have to complete a sale? I mean, we probably shouldn't get into it cause it's your job, but <laughs> just to wrap it up, do you have to make a sale or do you just have to offer the, well, opportunity? I
1: have to offer the opportunity on every call. I'm supposed to get like five sales per hundred or like five, I'm supposed to have like a 5.5% sale rate out of a hundred. So it's not too bad. No. And honestly, I kill it. Uh, I, you know, I get on the phone and I know how to build rapport with people and joke around and, and it's, it's a good enough, it's a good enough service that as long as you have anything in your house that applies to it, it's, it's an easy $25 a month to spend. You know what I mean? And, and you can cancel it. Like, You know, without jumping into my sales pitch, which I'm trying very hard not to do. Yeah. But like you can cancel it at any time and there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no thing. So like, it's super easy for me to be like, Hey, look, we've had a great time talking on the phone today. I would really like it if you would sign up for this for me (laughs) and you know, and, and just be able to put a little charm on it. You know, usually people like, usually people like that. It's usually like older, it's usually older people I talk to. Hmm. It's usually like little old ladies. God bless their hearts. They should never touch a cell phone. (laughs) Like, I feel don't like say that. I mean, no, no. I mean, job security for sure. Like I, I definitely, and plus like people should talk to their grandparents yeah. and landlines are, are a disappearing thing. So like call your grandparents, everybody for sure. But yeah,
0: call them cause they can't figure out how to call. you. Yeah.
1: But they don't know how to work that phone. So don't send them picture messages. Just go, just go get it printed out. There are services like <laughs> anything you can do to make, like show them where Google's at. Yeah. Show them that maybe turn, turn them the phone off and on. Help, your, help, help hold people out. If, if we can't get them to stop touching the stuff, yeah, which is not going to happen. Like, my grandma loves to use her computer. That computer is broken, like, every three weeks. God bless her heart. Yeah. That computer is toast always. She's just like, I don't know why I got all these viruses. It's just like, because you're downloading all these games on it. The- <laughs> Yeah, like, all these
0: Russian Chinese.
1: Yeah, games and really I mean, she grandma. even goes to like reputable, like you know, like Big Fish Games or something. Like I don't know, like old people video game websites. Like it's like the Steam for old people. You know, it's yeah, it's like it's like it's cool, whatever. But it's like they are just junky games, and like they leave all these junk files on her computer. And so your grandma's playing games on yeah, her. F- my grandma's my grandma's gaming and stuff like that on her computer. On her phone, she just looks at that and goes like, I don't know how to use this. <laughs> Call me on the house line. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. That's cool. Thanks.
0: All right, Grandma. I'll All take right, care grandma. of you. Yeah. you. Have you been spending time with your family now uh, since you...
1: Wait, are you from
0: Arizona? Yeah. You were born here.
1: Yeah. Nice. Did a little traveling. I was born out at Luke Air Force Base. Were you really? Yeah. Is your dad a uh, military my, guy? My grandpa on my mom's side was. Okay. Um. So I got I got the...
0: That's the one in 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 Tucson or yeah, Avondale in, out there oh, out there that way by yeah. Goodyear over there yeah
1: gotcha yeah down on like whatever Camelback or Indian School and yeah yeah you know, yeah hundred and something to have or whatever cool place I really liked to go there as a kid they used to have um you could go and ride a camel and a donkey and an elephant sometimes at uh, the Air Force Base yeah dude they would just have it out in the parking lot there's just like a place you could go ride exotic animals. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I'd go out there as a kid with my grandpa. He'd be like, all right, let's go to the commissary and the PX. I'd be like, yeah, let's do that. Nice. I'd always hit up that toy section, get those get those cheap little PX toys, like little blaster guns and stuff, you know. Thanks. Do dumb, do dumb kid stuff. But, yeah, no, the, the it was cool. Um, But, yeah, I've been out here most of my life. I lived in Southern California for a little bit. What was that like? I've never
0: been to California to this day, and uh, um, I am embarrassed by it. Oh.
1: So I've been, I've been, well, I lived in two towns. I lived in Blythe and El Centro, California. And anybody that's ever been to California, uh, like to L.A. or anything, you've probably driven through at least one of those towns or at least buy one. Um, but the thing about those towns is, is, like, you only want to drive through them. You don't want to stop. Like, and my grandparents owned card rooms and and bars in both places. So like we kind of had, you know, we had a little thing going there, but like really small towns, like really small, really hot towns. Okay. Cuz it's just like the south like the south part of California, it's desert. Gets real hot out. Most people there are either on drugs or selling them. There's like a Dang bowling alley. There's a bowling alley. That's a that's a thing that that you can do there's. There was they probably have new things. I think they got a Target in Blythe recently. <laughs> there used to be a Tasty Freeze in El Centro though boy i'd a go tasty get the freeze yeah man. it's tasty freeze it's just like a like a burger and ice cream shop oh and man. yeah man i used to go up there and get like their chocolate dip cones like this is this is back in the day when they use like real chocolate on that man and i'd go up there like every day my grandpa would send me up there with like four dollars and he'd be like bring us home both two chocolate dip cones i'd be like grandpa you're fatty and i am too on the inside i like that <laughs> and uh <laughs> to this day i can't help myself like i'll eat a whole pint of ice cream like on the spot right I, i'd eat like four pints of ice cream right here i would be sick from it would not stop myself really never love rob loves his sweets i got a sweet
0: tooth too man but it's not for ice cream so much it's more for like cake
1: okay yeah i respect that cake and chocolate that's my chocolate shit. chocolate is my jam uh, oh i love chocolate and those sweet tart ropes recently those have been. I haven't, I haven't seen those, dude. So like, I don't normally, I don't normally vouch for gummy things. Okay. I don't think it's. I think it's a waste of sugar. I think it's, it's dumb. Yeah. These things, though, like they're just like str- they have strawberry and cherry ones. The strawberry ones are the choice, man. They're just like ropes of a sweet tart. It's so goddamn good. They will give you heartburn. <laughs> if you eat a bunch of them. Yeah, for sure. A lot of red forty in there, like red dye forty or whatever. Uh, that's a good stuff. Red forty, is a yeah, good. dude.
0: That and purple five. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like
1: you, you like if you want the beatus, you could get the beatus that way. Like that's <laughs> that's for sure. Like, um, I think I think that's just bomb. But yeah, no candy is oh, Jesus Christ. I love candy. Yeah. Um,
0: you got lost there, man. You got distracted for a second.
1: Ooh, I love sweets.
0: Yeah. Uh. Were you um? Were you and your grandpa close?
1: Uh, on my on my mom's side, yeah, we were we were super close. We were, yeah. um, you know, he was he was, uh, like my dad. My dad's a good guy, um, but he was a '90s dad, and I was a little more effeminate than he would have liked.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is okay. Like honestly, like I gotta say, like that dude was pretty rough and tumble with me. Like, like I definitely got beat up as a kid a couple times. You know, like and not beat beat like, but I took the belt frequently yeah you know what i mean like i was not a good kid by any means he wasn't beating me unjustly but he definitely when i stepped out of line and he had to whoop my ass he made sure to whoop my ass yeah and i appreciate that but like we didn't have a lot of closeness because it's just different personalities and different tastes and stuff i was he's a he's a muscle like he's into cars and stuff like that you know i as a kid was terrified of the sound of engines I don't know why. It's just they were so loud. Yeah. You know, he took me to like some drag races or something like that when I was like two and jump up and as soon as You're I hear the engine and just tearing his hair out and stuff. So like my grandpa, my grandpa was a little bit more, he was a, he was a hustler. He was, you know, he was a dude who, he left his house when he was like 16 years old mm. and joined the military um, and, and hustled his way up from being somebody who, lived in a shack in the Depression era, um Dang. to be in a guy who drove a brand new Rolls Royce every year. Um because he just had a hustle in him. Like he used to tell stories, he used to tell me a story about like how he and a friend made it from Georgia to here without paying for gas once. how did he do that? Well, they did a couple things. They siphoned gas out of people's cars at diners okay. in the evening. Um which is pretty swindly but i i respect that nonetheless. Well, all.
0: what is this? Like the 50s or 60s? Yeah, 50s. Yeah, sorry, 60s. it's not that
1: bad. No, people that was back then. people were people were not that worried about it and you know, i don't think he was drained. like i i hope actually i could care less. If he was draining people's tanks that's kind of even funnier. <laughs> like if if i like thinking about it i'm like, do i want my grandpa to be a good person in this instance? No. I don't think so. I think it's way funnier to just be like now there's a 1950s man. Oh shucks, Helen. Yeah. Seems that someone siphoned all of the gasoline Mm. out of our car. Right. (laughs) I sure hope this doesn't make me mad enough to wallop you. Because, you know, domestic violence was socially acceptable back then. Back then.
0: It's not anymore. For good reason. Thank God. For
1: great reason. Yeah, no, I definitely am not on board, but I do have to laugh at that stuff sometimes. Like, I just think, like, that was not that long ago that we were just like, it's okay to punch someone in the, like, a, it's okay to hit your significant other for something as insignificant as an ice cube in your drink. And it's just like. And it then
0: was you, it was pretty stupid, right? Yeah, like and the, then
1: they're at work the next day just like, hey, Todd, how are you doing today? It's like, oh, not bad. You know, I just had to pop my wife in the aisle. I was like, it's like, oh, you know how those women get with their ideas. And it's like. I shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't but, be laughing. But no, but the
0: caricature of it. Yeah. Is so like, funny, like, right? It's so funny. It's just like, it's fucking so hilarious.
1: fucking weird. It's like, what do you mean? Like I want, if I'm, if I'm with a woman, I, I want her to have ideas. I want right. her to be well-spoken. I don't want a partner who is just like, Oh geez, I just, I can't do anything without a man. That sounds so boring. Right. If you can't do anything without another adult human being, you need to go back to school. Like you need to do something like, Figure your shit out. Do you think that's part of it though? Like the men
0: felt so frustrated that they were so dependent on. Like I don't think just, so.
1: I think it was I think it was just like a machismo, like like dominance move. You know, like yeah, like y- you know, it's it, people do it less now, but like people hit their dog, like when they misbehave, you know what I mean? You swat your dog on the news on the nose of the newspaper. Hmm. You know what I mean? But
0: even that's like now. Uh.
1: It's not as acceptable, but like, I, you know, and this is the thing is like, I definitely am a, pro, a proponent for, for at least like, so, like, cause sometimes physical stuff is good. You know what I mean? Like pain isn't, pain isn't, isn't a useless thing. If it's accompanied by welcomed fluids. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's <true. laughs> that especially is true <laughs> yeah. that is especially true but like you know i've i've had my ass whooped uh, because i you know i grew up in the 90s you know we grew up at the same time yeah I, I fought i fought a lot because i especially because i was bullied and then in seventh grade i got bigger than all the bullies and my parents told me they're like hey dude if you go to school and you're just defending yourself you're not going to be in trouble if you get into a fight right so i took it upon myself to exact a reckoning <laughs> and that is what that year was. It was just me just like, oh, I look like a what? Oh, you look like a what? Yeah. You know, and it was it was a it was a good year for me. But that said, like, because I became a person who fought a lot. Like, I, I went to Minnesota in my twenties because my grandmother had passed away and I was drinking like two bottles of Robitussin a night and chasing uh. that with like a full pack of the pills just to get high. And that is How old were you? Twenty. Jesus, yeah, the back of my liver was good. Now I can't look at Robitussin anymore. I get sick. Yeah. I, yeah. If I look, if I just look at a bottle of Robitussin, I get that like that salty taste in my mouth. Like you're gonna throw up. Like I'm just like, mm, no. Yeah. My liver's like, no, dude, don't do it. So if I get sick, I just get sick. I have to deal with it. Um, but so I was, I left here for that because I was like, again, breaks. I'm gonna kill myself. I had to get out, and I had an out. And so I went to Minnesota, and I got up there, and I, I was, I talked a bunch of shit to some old dude in a bar one night for some reason i was young i was 21 22 mm. years old and this old dude was, uh, he, was uh, he was he was he was an ex-army boxing champion so yeah we went outside he's like you want to take this outside i was like yeah old well, man i'll go out there and fuck you up don't how old is he he's 60s 70s ish i don't know i never asked. i, I just i was at the point at the point where i could talk to him I was too embarrassed to ask anything like that because it was a very humbling experience. And I went outside, and this old man, I put my hands up, and he put his dukes up, and pop, pop, pop. Three hits. I hit the ground. He took care of you. He put me in the dirt. Thing. Loved it. Like, Because he pulled me up. He took me inside. He let me drink a beer with him. Like he bought me a beer. He's like, just don't watch your mouth, man. Like, don't be an asshole. Yeah. And I took that lesson with me, you know. It's like, don't like, because sometimes you never know, man. Like, you never know who's gonna knock the shit out of you. And like, I'm thankful that like I've never been hit publicly for the ridiculous things I say, you know. Without like, because that was me outwardly going out and being like, I say some ridiculous shit. Like, I know yeah. I do, because I I want to. I I like I like make make people go like, my sensibilities. Oh no. You know, like, make make you at least think about it. It's like, is this guy right? Yeah. Is he wrong? You know, I
0: don't know. Well, it's a lot different today, man, because back then you could fight and... Almost nothing would happen. Yeah, no, you could get the away fight with. would just be the fight. Yeah. But then
1: now it's so different. It's people, like, people what's get
0: the political aspect of this fight. Am I gonna get arrested?
1: Right. Am I gonna get shot? <laughs> right. It's like it's like why can't you just not like so like why can't you just go knock someone's head like and I'm you know I'm not for it per se like I, I don't think that violence solves. Well,
0: violence it. is bad. so well, we're not advocating violence. Well,
1: I think that violence being capable of violence is good. Right, I don't think, but like, but yeah, violence in and of itself is not something that you should, you should seek out, right. you know, like, but that said, I do think that like, like I said, I got beat a lot and I've taken a lot of ass weapons and I learned a lot of lessons from it. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm any worse for the wear. I don't have any hard feelings towards my dad for it. I don't have any hard feelings for anybody who ever cracked my ass right. with something because I was being bad, you know, thank you. Cause now I'm a pretty decent guy. Like now I can go out and I know how to act in public and I'm not, I'm not outraged at everything I see because I understand life is hard sometimes. And you know, sometimes your opinion isn't the most important one in the room. And sometimes if, even if it is the most important one in the room, shut up, it's not that important. Right. You know, you're just a person like you, you, you're going to bleed and die the same way as everybody else. Yeah. You're not that important. How's your dad? Did your dad know you did drugs? Uh, I mean, everybody kind of knew I did drugs, but actually I was pretty good at keeping it from the family. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I for the most part could keep my cool on stuff, you right. know, like I would like you saw me. I would get a little t- fast talking and stuff like that. But I didn't I didn't really do drug things. You know what I mean? Like I didn't come and like have picky face or be stinky and not showered for a week. and yeah, right. You know, like I could keep a conversation and I, you know,
0: so you hung out. I You said you hung out with your dad last night. Yeah. Is he treating you differently now? Like, does he see a change? Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, it, and it's it's a lot of things because, like, I've just kind of been a bum most of my life. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've gone up and down and up and down and up and down. But a lot of the time when I, in the past, when I've, I've had things come up, I usually just reset myself to zero. And hmm. so it's resulted in me being homeless a few times and not, you know, just not taking care of myself. Right. Um, and uh, so now that i'm actually working and like even though you know i just had this this breakup or whatever um i'm just looking at it like dude i got i've got i've got two options is like i could i can reset to zero again do that all over or i can sit here and actually try and build from this because if i would have never reset to zero in the past it would i would be super far in life I would be doing great you know yeah. what I mean like even if I if everything else that shitty has still happened like if I just never just caved in and gave that so he's seen me um he's seen me grow he's seen me doing growing and he told me he's proud of me the other day the last time he told me he was proud of me I <laughs> uh, the last time he told me I was proud of me I was doing I was doing okay I was living on my own I was working for myself whatever blah blah, blah. he told me he was proud of me Almost immediately after that I started blowing up everything in my life. I was like, I guess I don't care anymore. If he's proud of me, then who do I have to spite? And I think that was subconsciously it. I was just like, Well, if he's proud of me, then how why why am I doing any of this anymore? Like I was I was doing this to show that that son of a bitch up. Like
0: Wait, what do you mean? Because he he used to
1: my dad my dad is not like my dad's my dad's a gruff dude and he's a realist. He's not you know He's a dick, kind of like he's yeah. kind of a dick, and he's always been the guy to tell me like, it's never been like he's given me encouraging moments like sure, but like a lot of the time in my life it's always been, no, you're not gonna do it. I'm like yeah. dad, I'm going to school for like for video game design. He's like yeah, but how many people are out there designing video games? I know. My what are they the all? same
0: way when yeah. I told my dad I was gonna go to school for graphic design, he like threw his hands up in the air like. What of all the things? Like why don't you be a businessman and work on Wall Street? And well, that's not what I want. You know what I mean? Right. And so I know what you mean. Yeah, like,
1: and graphic design is like the new construction. You know what I mean? Like if you think about it in 2020 like everybody needs a website. Right. Everybody needs some kind of graphic work. Like if you just if you know how to do that shit, like that's a that's a skill set that'll serve you well into your old age, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the world's only getting more and more digital. So, you know, it's a, it's it's a it's I think it's a sign of the times. I think that like, you know, like our our, father, our parents' generation definitely have a harder time finding the practicality yeah. in digital jobs and don't understand, you know, like, they're like, oh, well, you need to go do something that's an actual real job. like But, the inter- but it's like, dude, the Internet's not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, like, where's my, it going to go? It's not going to go away. My
1: dad used to tell me, like, the Internet's going to go away in another few years. This is just a fad. Like, I remember that conversation happening in my house. Yeah. And now he's got Xbox Live. I just bought him an Xbox One recently. Dang. Yeah, I was like, I was like, ah, there's only 150 bucks at the at the pawn shop. I just, you know, nice. But I was like, I need someone to play video games with. And,
0: and well, that's good that that relationship is repairing. It's
1: yeah, awesome. it is. And you know, well, he was he was also he was on opiates for a long time. He was an opiate addict for a long time. Like I've I've had my dad overdose a few times and I had to pull him out of the house and Dang. take him to the hospital and shit. And it, it tore apart my family. Drug use tore apart my family. My mom was an addict. My sister's an addict. Um, my mom was insane. About drugs, like that. Ugh. Is she alive lifestyle? No, that bitch is dead.
0: You said that bitch is dead. Yeah. Did you? Oof. do You want to unpack that uh, now? Well, <laughs> we
1: definitely can. Um, so, like, my mom was a wonderful woman for the most part of my life. Like, let me let me rewind. We'll do this like memento. Now that you know <laughs> that that bitch is dead, let me let me That's... start back. Let me start back and go and say like. You know, she was a wonderful woman for most of my life as far as from my perspective. Okay. Now, I've gotten perspectives from, like, my father and other people who knew her as she was growing up. And I find out that she was pretty much a scummy human being for the majority of her life in a lot of ways. But she was good-hearted to her kids, and she was good-hearted to me, and we were close for a long time.
0: So do you think it's fair to... to
1: So she stole my identity and did a lot. Like, she she earned this. (sighs) Like my mom's done things like send me to the pharmacy to pick up forged prescriptions and have the cops meet me there because she knew the cops were going to be there. My mom sent me to a drug dealer's house that she's ripped off for for $100 of pills or $150 of pills. And I'm getting told as I come through the door about it, it's like, hey, your mom stole this shit from me. And I just want to tell you that if I didn't like you as much as I do, I'd be whooping your ass right now. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. Thank you. Dang. Thank you. Uh, You know, I appreciate that. Yeah. But, um, but you know, so like she was, she got crazy at the end of her life. She just got, she got really like, she's psychopathic almost. Like it was just like my needs, my needs, my needs, no self-accountability. It was always everybody else's problem. She was just, she was just wasting away. And so like my mom went to prison because she embezzled a bunch of money from a company that she was working for. And, um, yeah, so she's always just been kind of a sneak, you know what I mean? She's just, she's really, she's just a real white lady. Like, I really hate to say it like that, but well, like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what the that, white ladies. Well, well like, okay, no, like, okay, no, like, okay, no, white people are generally like, I, I don't know. I, I like to, I like to mess with white stereotypes a lot, like in my humor, uh. because, because like, uh, we deserve it. We got there. We got there. And like, I just look at like white people and I just go, man, white people are the sneakiest of all the people. Like white people are the sneakiest of all the people. Like we'll sit here and we'll smile and stuff like that, yeah. you know, talk and bullshit. And then like, it's just like, did you see Kevin's floors? Oh, they were so dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but everybody
0: does that. I think that's natural for, for everyone to do But man. I don't everyone, know
1: because like everyone in, gossips. Because like, but like in Whitney's family, like I just get told things. Like I went with Whitney's grandma hmm. and she she's just like, she saw my teeth, she's like, Hey, do you do drugs? <laughs> she called Yada. Yeah, me immediately or? like I hadn't known this woman for five minutes. Yeah. And she's like, I just need to know because you know, I'm like,
0: that is some, that's some, I'm just like, that's some color people shit, man. And, and, and back home, when I, I had terrible acne as a teenager, uh-huh. and if I went to see family that wasn't that, that yeah. I haven't seen it in like a year. They just dead ass look at you and say, "Oh, what's going on with your face? Yeah, <laughs> why didn't you washed up recently? Yeah, like, why, yeah. stop eating chocolate, goddamn. Yeah, well, and, and, it's and, nice and, to see you too. You know? Yeah,
1: it's like, and it's like, dude, and it's just like, I think that I think that it's mostly good intention from white people. Like, I do. I think it's like, I think that we're just like, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. I don't want to. I want to be nice to people, like because, yeah, yeah who who doesn't want to be nice? But it's like sometimes, dude, you just got to rip the band-aid off. Sometimes you just got to rib somebody. Like I yeah. have loved, I have loved being in in this relationship with Whitney uh, over the time that we were together. Because her little sister moved into the house, her little sister, and I roast each other all of the time. Yeah. And like in my household, as as in my white household, you know, growing up as like that didn't happen. And I'm sure it does in some households. Maybe my family was just a little too dysfunctional, a little too insecure in ourselves to actually like have to, back and forth banter like that. Right. But but there was definitely like you know if because in my house it was like if you went out and like hey, you look like you're getting a little fat. It's like my sister's in fucking therapy for the next eight years. That happened. Did that really happen? My sister straight up, my sister has has worn like a size zero pant since she was full grown. Like she's always been this big. Mm. So I started calling her fat ass all the time. But we had always done that. She'd call me a fat ass. I'd call her a fat ass. And then one day she's like, I have an eating disorder because of you. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God, you're like making me feel bad about myself. She seriously, she, she went to therapy and shit for this. Stuff. Like I, I could not make this up. Like my sister was so insane. And I, I love her to death. She was, she's at one point, like one of the best people I've ever met in my life. But like, but like, that's just some weird shit is like, it's like, I don't know what, what was going on in my household, but we could not rip each other. And now that I'm in a, in a household that's, that's like that, like, cause me and the other dude that lived there were, were the white dudes in the house. We don't really do that. Like we don't really clown on each other. Okay. you know what right I mean? Right. Like we, we just wait for each other to leave the room and then talk shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, and that's, and I, I hate to say it, but that I know that's happening because I'm doing it and I know he's done it. I've heard him. I've heard him. I've walked by the room and he'll just be like, dude, just shut the fuck up. You dumb motherfucker. And I'm just yeah. like, "Yeah, I get it. Hey, cultural differences, right? Cultural yeah. differences. And I'm, and I'm cool with that because you know, like as much as I've seen the cultural differences, yeah, I do have to say that, that I've seen a lot more cultural similarities. Right, Because, you know, like I look at her life and my life and probably like you and I could do the same thing. It's like we could take out family photos. You and I grew up with the same things. Right. Whether, whether our families did different, like things slightly different, like we all have our own flavor, you know, most of the things that we did were the same. You telling me you didn't have barbecues, you telling me you didn't have Hey Arnold or Doug or, right? you know, like uh, you didn't watch South Park growing up, like, we have so much more in common, and it's crazy because if you go out the country, and I've never—I guess I've been to Mexico a couple times, but um, but like when you go out of the country, it's like you see another American, and you're stoked. You yeah. know, you're like, "Oh, we're the same. We're the same." Or even better, you go to New York and you and you see somebody from Arizona. You're like, "We're the same. We know the same things. We're buddies now." And you'll talk to them. But if you met that same person from Arizona here, like if if you and I just walk down the street past each other, not knowing each other, yeah, I don't give a shit about you. I don't care one bit. I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is one less person I have to compete with a seat for on the bus if I'm riding it. Like, yeah. that's a harsh statement, but like it's hot out here and uh, it's yeah. you get weary, you know. And yeah, like I don't, it. I don't actually wish death on people for the most part. Like there are definitely people I'm like, ah, eh, you could probably get hit by a bus and that'd be all right, but. <laughs> Yeah, I won't push you in front of it, that's for sure. Right, that, That's for sure. I know you'll get there on your own. Whatever that bus is, whatever that metaphor is. Yeah. Me. But uh, <laughs> I know I've jumped in front of plenty of them on my own. You yeah, have you really jumped in front of a bus? No, not actually. But metaphorically, I've jumped in front of plenty of buses.
0: Mm.
1: Climbed through the storage area of a, of a party bus once storage area. like you know how like they have like the like the the baggage area in the bus like if you get on like a Greyhound or whatever they've got like the overhead overhead storage yeah 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 so we were on a party bus and i just climbed up in that and was like belly crawling from one end of the bus to the other and then climbed out and got on the stripper pole and slid down it upside down and just
0: i don't know you were working it i was working, drunk i don't know if i was working.
1: i don't know if i was work yeah that's exactly it <laughs> that's exactly what i was doing cuz i don't have yeah. game people look at me and look, they're like that guy is trying really hard right now uh
0: well, I'm glad that you're not on drugs anymore. That's yeah. fucking
1: amazing. It is. You look good. Thank you. Yeah,
0: I hope that you stay that way, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing a podcast. Yeah, I, man, it's I, been I, a blast. I'm anytime. Yeah, it's we're we did an hour and a half, and it doesn't feel like it. It Feels like ten minutes, right? Yeah. Now, no, so. we
1: we we've, we've been chopping it up. As a matter of fact, though, it's about time I got to go get Whitney's little sister and then Whitney. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, thanks for doing this. Yeah, dude, anytime. Um, we'll have to get back together soon and do that other stuff we were talking about too, as far as like the the music.
0: Yeah, definitely. You um, should do that. We should do that.
1: Yeah, I gotta go get a better guitar. I don't know if you noticed, but like the guitar I have in that in that video has a, on the razor scooters there was that that clamp that you would use. I know to those clamps. The yeah. circle clamp. So one of my tuning, excuse me, one of my two tu- tuning pegs broke. So I have a razor scooter. Neck clamp Clamped. on there to tune my guitar with right now. Dang. So faithful.
0: You just cost Scooter $15 yeah. for that clamp.
1: <laughs> Did you rip him off? Uh, no. I'm trying to think who I, I definitely stole it. Yeah. Well, let's not self incriminate. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Yeah. It's an old roommate. He knows how much stuff it is. I took it. I, was, I started taking this dude's stuff because he wouldn't say anything to me about it. And I was just like, I'm just going to keep taking things until you say something. <laughs> just fuck with he him. He never did, dude. Like, I would go in and take whole bags. Of weed. I would just be like, oh, give me that whole bag of weed. And the blunt you just rolled. And your lighter. Just While he was at work, off. like, he would just leave all that on his bed. I'd just go in and take it all and set it on my desk and just, like, smoke it. And He'd never come in my room. I'm like, okay, well, if you're not going to say anything, I'm just going to keep doing this. Right. At this point, you lost your man card. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I man. don't know what that is. Like I don't know if that's toxic masculinity or what, but yeah, I don't nah, know.
0: Just being a jerk. And yeah, just shit. just being
1: a huge dick. No. That's okay.
0: Well, you can work on it.
1: Yeah, I am slowly but surely. Yeah,
0: I'm. Right, Thanks man. a
2: lot. Yep.